Welcome to Rugged Theology, where we talk about church planting, theology, and drink coffee. Welcome to another episode of Rugged Theology. I'm Adam Diamond, and I'm sitting here with a nice, well, lukewarm cup of coffee. Uh, I'm a ministry intern here with Malwin Mission. Uh, to my right, although you can't see him, is... I'm Curtis Rogers, and I'm a summer intern here at Mile One Mission. I'm Jasmine Betancourt. I am a former intern um, at Mile One Mission. And I'm Ben Harper, and I am a former summer intern at Mile One Mission. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for coming in, uh, especially to Ben and Jasmine. Ben, uh, the last podcast that you were on, it was your last day. I miss your face. Oh, some sweet, eh, boy? Yeah, some boy. Um, Jasmine, uh, no one's heard from you before, so uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, um, I'm Jasmine Betancourt. Uh, I grew up in Belize, a small country in Central America near Mexico, and I came to Newfoundland in about 2016. I've been here about four years and have been attending Calvary for about three of those years. I summered with Mile One. I did a summer internship, basically, with Mile One Mission last year in 2019, and I worked with Jennifer, the uh, head of the women's Our women's ministry, ministry. director, yes. Yes. So, uh, Jasmine, let's start with you again. Um, I know you were very hands-on with Jennifer uh, last year. So, tell me, what, what was your experience inside the office, but also, you know, how did Jennifer get you outside the office, and what was ministry like that way? Yeah, so inside the office, I did a lot of reading and logistical work in terms of helping her with the women's uh, Tuesday night meetings, uh, creating any templates that we might need for activities, that sort of thing. I also ran um, a summer program for some of the junior high girls at Calvary. And so when I was in the office, I would be preparing for those teachings and organizing what activity we do, contacting parents and that kind of thing. But majority of the work that I did with Jennifer was outside of the office. Um, and if every chance she got, we would be either meeting up with someone from Calvary, whether that was um, related to the women's meetings or other functions that the church was having. We did um, some research looking into the community of Paradise, which is where Calvary Baptist Church will be moving yep. um, physically, hopefully sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so we looked into some of the like community center there, what kind of facilities they had. We spoke with the people there, told them, Hey, we're from Calvary Baptist church. We're going to be hopefully moving here and we want to know more about what you guys do and potentially like how we might partner with them, that kind of things. Um, those kinds of things. Yeah. We met up with people, went on walks. So, uh, you mentioned you did a, um, summer study for the, uh, teen girls, yeah. Uh, how did that go last year? It actually went pretty good. I was a bit nervous at first. Um, hadn't really led any type of study for junior high girls in particular. Um, was a bit nervous of how, whether I'd be able to relate to them at all in any way. The book we did was about growing in godliness, and it was actually very interesting. It was very encouraging also to see a group of teen girls, young teen girls who were wanting to know more about God, wanting to know more yeah. about what growing godliness meant. And I actually learned a lot to preparing 
and like leading them through that book because there was some information there that I probably needed when I was their age too and I still need today so it's really good um yeah I was able to connect with them and these were girls that I never really spoke to before so it's awesome that's great that's great yeah so those are some great ways to get involved outside the office uh what about you Curtis uh what ways have you been you know doing ministry outside of these well I'd say four walls but we've got a lot more walls than that but uh have you done ministry outside of the office yeah, so there's lots of different things that we do. Uh, one of them is our sort of coffee-type meetup ministry. Uh, you don't have to drink coffee. I don't. I just prefer tea. But basically we go... Nothing wrong with tea. Yeah. Um, there's there's different people that we that we like to check in with. Uh, I know you guys have um, you know, your Fab Five, I suppose, so you like to call. Um, and, you know, me, Dave, and Ben, when he was here, we had people you know in, in the young adults um crowd that we want to sort of um get to know better disciple help help in any way just to develop relationships um as you know you and dave are are leading up the young adults group this year as well and you just want to get get to know people better so we have mm-hmm. people that we want to go and you know and hang out with just chat over coffee or, or for me i went and, um Played played around a golf hit or hit the pit balls in the driving range with a with a young fella, um, so I mean stuff like that is is one of the things that we do outside the office, developing relationships and things like that. Yeah, that sounds it's it's great that you know we're given that time to be able to meet with people, to be able to connect with people from the church, whether young adults or older men or women from the church, and just to you know disciple but also to encourage one another come alongside each other uh ben what kind of things did you do while you were here outside of the office uh many similar things like i met people for coffee and unlike curtis i actually drink coffee mm, amen, yeah. brother amen <laughs> so um I, uh one of the things we were trying to do as young adults took a bit of a break for a month or two over the summer was to keep in touch with the people who attend mm-hmm. so i was able to meet with uh two or three of the people and one person who's considering coming so just keeping in contact with them and inviting other people as well and another thing i was able to help out with is uh during sundays i occasionally help out with the uh music and sound so when we made the transition from recording up here down to doing live services at the the sda um i was able to help them uh, set up for that yeah we we do a lot here hey yeah um even I remember last year, Jasmine, when you were with us, we uh, even did a home visitation and uh, we, we did communion there. We sang some songs and, you know, that's, that's a real neat experience, you know, to also to come alongside our shut-ins and to minister to them. And that, that's all a part of ministry. It's all part of our growth. Um, so I was talking on that, on our growth and, you know, ministry. What are some things you guys have, you know, experience in the office have really opened your eyes to what ministry is really like there's a lot of um well definitely a lot of planning a lot of organizing just a lot of juggling of different responsibilities at one time you know on any given week someone may have to preach well someone does have to preach every week yeah Uh, yeah. (laughs) someone's gotta do it yeah someone's gotta do it um but on top of that, I mean, just looking at Steve's plate, I mean, all the phone calls that he's making, the emails he, he gets. And, and even for us as interns, you know, um, we have to 
preach and then on top of that you have to you know if you're working with the young adults ministry you're organizing that you're ordering books for that figuring out studies for that mm-hmm. organizing time schedules we have the christianity explored um study that were just started up in Kilbride last week so that's something and on top of you're organizing with people in that community trying to develop relationships there uh, if you're on the music team you're practicing music if you're sending out emails writing devotionals social media posts all this stuff um, so it, there's a lot of juggling of responsibilities and you have to sort of know how to set your priorities properly and and get things done and manage your time yeah one of the things that's really surprised me and you know i've i've been a pastor uh but uh there's still things that shock you um i can remember one day after uh, matt preached steve ray gets this text about matt's sermon and it, w- it wasn't a very positive one and uh, you just you just realize these types of things that go on without most of the church even knowing that you know that we have to deal with here in the office and, uh, I mean, there's, there's lessons being taught almost every day. One thing for me was that, you know, I want to be a church planter, so I have to learn how to be a little bit more polished in the way I interact with people and reading the room. And I like a lot of puns. I mean, you guys probably all know that I like my puns. Uh, a lot of eye rolls, a lot of groans have happened in, in, in these offices but uh, one thing I do, uh, Jennifer Winger, our women's ministry director, I usually read her face in a meeting. And by reading her face, I know whether I should make a joke or not. Because without that, I would probably be cracking a lot of jokes and not realizing, oh, wait, this, that wasn't appropriate at that moment in time. Some of them are so cringy. I try. I try really hard on those. So what about you guys? What, what are some other things that have happened that have really, you know, that have really left an impact on you? Um, I'd say for me, um, just the availability of having people here that you can talk to. Mm. Um, I've known Steve Bray for a long time. He's a close family friend. And I I was going through some things, some personal things, and I was able to meet with him, and he was able to talk through it and give me really good counsel. So that was one of the meaningful things for me. And another thing would be... uh, Steve Dot. Anytime I was in my devotions and had a question, I know who to go to. <laughs> the man is brilliant. And anytime I had a question, he was either able to answer it or point me in the right direction. Or if I had a question about what books should I be getting or reading, yep. he yep. was always the first guy to go to. For that, it's, it's pretty great. So, Jasmine. Yeah. Tell me about paradise. What did you learn going outside in paradise, where Calvary hopes to build a new church? Um, yeah, so we met up at the Paradise Community Center, and uh, we realized that there's um, a lot there. Like, it's a really big facility. Uh, Jen and I spoke with the people there. They were super friendly. They were very interested in knowing, in hearing that we wanted to know what they do and mm-hmm. what kinds of things that they were doing. And... Um, yeah, I found that very interesting because typically I would have thought before my internship that, oh, if you go up to someone and you say, hey, I'm from a church, um, I kind of want to know what you guys do. I, f- I thought that, that you'd be met with some kind of resistance, but they were actually very welcoming uh, in paradise. They were kind of more curious, I think, also of us yeah. and yeah. why we were so interested in being part of the community. And I thought that was a um, cool point there. Yeah, I can remember a time um, I 
had a I had to look into Paradise too, and uh, I scheduled a meeting with I think it was the city planner for for Paradise, and uh, we we were meeting with her just to talk about you know ways that Calvary could come alongside the community of Paradise, and so Steve Bray met up with me and and her, and uh, honestly we weren't long into the conversation. She knew we were a church, and she just started pouring her heart out to us yeah. of the fact that you know. Um, there was no one she could really felt she could go for for counseling for some for some things in her life, and she even told us that the community was so young that there wasn't even a funeral home. That Paradise has no funeral home, and so these are the types of conversations you can have by getting outside of the the office and actually doing you know ministry out out in out in every day, even just going around introducing yourself and saying you're from the church. Uh, we introduced ourselves, me and Dave did, to uh, a business just behind where Calvary wants to build. And one of the people working there was a guy Dave played soccer with. Oh. And he had no he had no idea. I don't think he had any idea that you know Dave was working with the church. And they started talking about that. And it opened up a whole new idea or a new whole new door for Dave to talk to this guy about what he did and why he was doing it, why he was part of this church and... It just goes to show that ministry is very broad. You do a lot of things. It's not just at your desk. It's not just also organizing a big event or anything. It's a mm. lot of one-on-ones with people that you might meet and you don't know how a conversation is going to end up going when you mention that you work with a church or something like that. You know, whether it's you're meeting up with people from within the church, Calvary, or you meet up with one of their friends or something like that. Um, ministry has so many different forms, and that's what I, I think I really took away from the internship was you don't have to be throwing a banquet or throwing some kind of conference. It can just be meeting someone in their living room and asking them how they're doing. Can, Absolutely. Yeah. One thing I found this internship has opened up for me is opportunities to talk with people from my class and like other friendships from the university that I didn't have before. Okay. Um, yeah, so I've been in contact with some people I've been on work terms with and just some friends from my class. And because of this internship, they're actually willing to watch services. Or I recorded a sermon that I preached to the guys in the office. And yeah, I had yeah. quite a few of my unsafe friends from class say, hey, I'd be willing to listen to that. Or even when I'm on the podcast, they say, hey, I'll give that a listen. And even yes, like because of that, um, I'm able to build connections with people. Um, just to add on what we were talking about uh, with Paradise, just for the need, um, Paradise was uh, back from 2011 to two, uh, or 2006 to 2011. It was the ninth fastest growing community in Canada. It was, and yeah. right now it has just over 23,000 people and one evangelical church with 100 people. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's that's the need here. We have in Newfoundland. We have fast growing uh, communities, cities. And very little churches, very little, which, again, is so important for us to get outside these walls and be active in our communities. Um, So why do you think people respond to you that way now, Ben? Um, I think based on I've been able to build relationships with people, and Mm -hmm. and this is I'm able to bring my faith into it without it being unnatural. So um, a couple times before I tried to make mention my faith and then people were like, uh, 
it's kind of awkward or oh i was religious once i went to yeah yeah church when i was six or whatever but now that it was like oh uh, an internship i was doing mm -hmm. it was uh, when people were asking how are you doing i was able to more naturally bring it up and people were actually willing to listen and care what i had to say so i think uh because i was doing the internship it was able i was able to bring it up a bit more naturally into the conversation and people were willing to listen based on the relationships we had built up before awesome so did you have trouble before the internship to bring up your faith like did you yes not? yeah very much so yeah. um i'm a bit of a nervous person i i struggle <laughs> a bit um with conversation and stuff and especially bring up my faith part of the reason is a little bit pride like I, I care a lot about how people see me and i've i've had um issues in the past where people have made fun of me for my faith and stuff and that really hurt me but now i'm able to bring it up and a lot more confident in what i believe and the internship has really boosted my confidence in that and really given me perspective of we live in a dark city where people don't have the gospel mm -hmm. and i might be the only person who they have in contact yep. as, as, a, as a christian so it's uh, my job and responsibility when god gives the opportunities for me to bring up my faith to do so and um because of that i've been able to invite some people out and the gospel seeds have been planted that's awesome that's great to hear man that the internship has served you that way and that you've grown personally yeah. that way. Um, I know how hard it can be to bring up. I mean, some people just don't want to hear it. and oh, Absolutely. Other people are just, I think there are some people also that are more open than what we expect them to be. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, Curtis, what do you think you're going to take away? Your your time is going to be up in October. Uh, what do you think, how do you think you'll walk away from this any different? Well, I think... You know, I've learned a lot over this internship. Um, you know, things I've done in the office, things I've done outside the office, how a ministry works, the different facets of it. Um, it's not just, you know, it's it's not just a Sunday service and, and that's it. You know, you work Monday to Friday, nine to five, and there's lots of, you have to, especially if you're the pastor, you have to shepherd the people that you're called to pastor. Um, people have problems and they lay it on you i have never really had to deal too much with that as an intern obviously um but still you're you're discipling people you're trying to get to know people you're trying to connect and make relationships and um help people grow in their faith and at the same time we want to reach out to our community and help spread the gospel to see people come to christ i mean that's part of what we're doing with what well, is what we're doing with Kilbride community church and um with the christian explored uh, Bible study that we're going through now there and trying to reach out and tell people about Jesus. So um, it's not just about one thing about this or that. It's it's ministering to the Christians that you have in your church. It's reaching out to those outside that you want to see come to know Christ. It's music. It's preparing a sermon. Mm -hmm. It's it's all this other stuff. It's ministering to to the shut-ins to the people who can't make it out and things like that uh helping in our community even with the the rabbit town um yeah it's food a gro drive it's a grocery yeah. dealer deliver delivery <laughs> so yeah me and dave we we volunteer uh every thursday now as, as long as i guess as long as they keep doing it uh the rabbit town community center so rabbit town is almost like a small it was a suburb but it's is literally in the middle of the city now, center city. 
um, a bit of a poorer area for those that are listening. Um, a lot of drugs in the area. A lot of um, you can you can get the idea. Uh, but the community center has been doing a grocery delivery. They do food activities for kids uh, and help provide, you know, even healthy food. Uh, before it was, one time I believe it was cucumber cream cheese sandwiches. Not something I would overly eat. I'm a bit picky either. <laughs> but uh, no, we so we go pick up the groceries. Uh, me and Dave are getting to know the people at the grocery stores. Uh, but we're also getting to know and form that relationship with people in the community center. And Rabbit Town is a spot that's been... Um, my heart, my wife's heart, and that's somewhere that we're looking at as possibly planting. And these, this is able to give us those connections to get them to get into the area a bit easier. Uh, not that we you know that's we're not doing it selfishly, but you know we want to serve. But also, it's a great way to get into to the community and get to know people. Uh, one of the main guys that meets us, he uh, he even said, "No, so you come back next week." And at that point, we we're trying to get different people. So me and Dave started thinking, well, maybe we could do this every week. Maybe this could be our, our you know, little gig for now to just be involved in the community and to give back. And you mentioned Christianity Explored, Curtis, and I think Matt said uh, we have six people, I think, registered for tomorrow night. So that's that's fantastic. So uh, if you listen to this, stay tuned to Model One Mission social media, and maybe we'll have two people show up. Maybe we'll have one. Maybe we'll have the six that registered. But this is what the internship is about. We're learning. We're coming alongside. And we're all growing. Um, Jasmine, has the internship affected you at all after the fact? Yeah, for sure. Um, So before the summer internship, if I'm being very honest, I was not overly involved in Calvary. Shocking, boy. Um, I was very hesitant. I didn't know what would be expected or um, if I could juggle it between school and other commitments and that yep. kind of thing. And I thought ministry had to look one way. Mm-hmm. And if I wasn't volunteering in this type of way, then I wasn't doing ministry. And after being able to work with Jennifer and through the internship and then going back to school, um, my obviously my semester picked up, my schedule got busy again. And I, I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, but how can I still be doing ministry? Um, how can I still, and part of that was just staying connected with different people in the church, um, that I connected with through the internship, um, people, women and couples that I hadn't really talked to before Mm -hmm. and that I was now forming relationships with, like, and through COVID that was so helpful to me to be able to remain in community because there were people that checked up on me and people that I checked up on. And to be, if I'm being very honest, that's something I would never have done before the internship. Who, who would have known that God was working things in your life back last <laughs> summer so that yeah. when this pandemic hit, you you had a bit of a support group around you? I did, yeah. It was super helpful. Um, I'm very, very thankful for the people who check up on me and say, are you doing okay? Do you need anything? How can I pray for you? Like whether it's in an email, a text or anything or a call, it was, it was very helpful. And so I tried to do the same thing for other people that I knew that might not uh, reach out on their own. That's fantastic. So thanks, guys, for coming up uh, on the end of our time here. So thank you so much for helping us to show people uh, the, the multifaceted aspects of ministry, but also of an internship here at Mawa Mission. I'm so, it's so great to hear that you know it's impacted you guys, it's stuck with you, and it's even it's changed, one, how you can evangelize for Ben, and it's changed for Jasmine how to be better a part of a church community, of that family, and come alongside and serve. 
And for Curtis, uh, we're still figuring that out. <laughs> <laughs> and and for Curtis, you, uh, you you're you're seeing the real insides of ministry as you figure out God's calling on your life, and if this is where you you feel like God is really calling you, and uh, so so glad to see young men and women come up through, and just to see the insides of ministry, but also to go away and to continue that ministry, because we're all in ministry, guys. Yep. Some of us get paid for it. Some of us are just doing it day in, day out as we do our other jobs, as we go through school. So if you're listening and you're interested in doing a Mile One Mission intern, please check out our website at www.mileonemission.ca. You have been listening to Rugged Theology. Rugged Theology is a podcast of Mile One Mission. If you'd like to know more about Mile One Mission and our work in Newfoundland, please visit us at www.mileonemission.ca.